Tonight's episode, The Endangered Species. GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. It's 11.59 at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with Music and the Truth Until Dawn. Right now, I've got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. to put myself in this i need this to work so let's try this again good morning welcome to our daily gun show come to you live every weeknight at midnight eastern and we talk about guns for about an hour uh each night we talk about a different topic and on tuesdays it's the second amendment uh for some technical reasons uh irl we uh we're not able to do the show at the normal time so we're doing it a little bit later slash earlier depending on what time it is where you're at so I was just saying hey to Andrew, who's joining us live. Uh, if other people join us live, feel free to say hey. That's what it's all about. We just started a poll over here, and that's what I was farting around and didn't realize I was muted. Uh, we've got a poll going. What's the best time of day to talk about 2A? And options are midnight, evening, midday, or morning. Normally, we do this show at midnight Eastern, and each night we uh, talk about a different topic. On Mondays, it's uh, Second Amendment Motivation. Tuesdays, it's 2A. Wednesdays, it's uh, our tactical quiz and guns in our culture. And on Thursdays, it's training and travel. On Fridays, we look back at the week and kind of keep track of what's going on with 2A. We have shows on Saturdays and Sundays too, but uh, this is the Daily Gun Show. And again, we do this live. So if, you're if you want to participate in the show, feel free to do so. So on Tuesdays, we talk about 2A. We do have the poll going over here. Feel free to participate in the poll. I'll leave that open over here. Uh, let's see. You know what I'm also going to do is put in a question because YouTube lets us do this question thing now. Oh, I guess I'm not screen sharing. Let me bring out our co-host, Sharon. And there we go. Screen Sharon is now on, and I will jump behind there. There we go. So over here, we've got a new uh, feature called uh, Q&A. So uh, I'm going to put in here, do you, okay, I'm going to put in here next time. All right, so do you have any 2A questions? And then when I start this, 
it'll accept questions as a separate thing, I guess, in this separate blue box. Have fun with it. It's a new feature of YouTube, and we'll see how it goes. All right. Otherwise, we've got a poll going. What's your favorite time of the day to talk 2A? Is it midnight, evening, midday, or morning? All right, let's dig in. So today we're going to be taking a look at the Instagram. On Tuesdays, we talk about 2A. And uh, right now there's a lot of stuff going on, but uh, one of the things I haven't been doing is my Tuesday, uh, Sunday show where we talk about uh, what's happening with the Second Amendment on Instagram. So this is the way I do it. I'm going to go over to Instagram and I'm going to zoom in on it. One of the reasons I do this intentionally is to cross the streams. I put this Instagram stuff up on YouTube because a lot of times YouTube people don't pay any attention to Instagram and vice versa. So this is what Instagram looks like. It's basically just pictures with a little bit of text. And it's just picture after picture after picture. There's a lot of people. Well, if you follow a lot of people, there'll be a lot of pictures in your feed. There's also these circles at the top. So these pictures will stay, somebody posts them and they stay in the person's feed. This one is from a place called Armor Cav Collection. Uh, Armor and Cavalry Collection. It's a museum for uh, cavalry, armored cavalry uh, that I follow. They've got 215 of these posts. Now, if you put something in these circles, Alan Anchor posted something up here earlier, uh, some kind of a thing you have to read. Here's a little cartoon. Those will only last for a number of hours. If we go back up there and look at that little cartoon, it says 23 hours. So that's only got another hour to go and then it'll disappear. I don't know why they do it that way, but they do it that way. So the circles last for a little while and people, look at all these different people post in circles. And then these square parts, these last forever and these will be on your feed. So I'm gonna jump over to my feed and I've posted 10,800 things on Instagram. We've got 5,000 or 58,000 something followers, people that follow our page. Thank you for that. And then 927 people we follow. So 10,000 or 58,000 people follow us. We don't follow 58,000 people. I don't think that's good for a channel. Plus, you get a heck of a lot of weird stuff. So we do follow 927 people. And when I go look at my feed, that's what you're seeing. The results of 927 people posting on Instagram. Now, some of those rarely post and some of them post all the time. And a couple of them post so often that I have to go in there and tell it to remove some of their posts from my feed. Otherwise, I would see just nothing but them. And uh, when I look through that feed, what I end up with is saving a couple of the items that I find along the way. And that's what we're going to look at. We're going to go to my saved folder. And some of these things are on specific topics like our uh, calendars or... Uh, free patch Friday or something. And then this is just the last stuff that we've been saving. And that's what we look at on this show as we go back and look at the stuff that we've been looking at on Instagram and why it's so important and who posted it. So if you're posting it here and I can see it, then they're not posting it on the place on YouTube. Just FYI, doesn't matter. But this thing, I have to flip it over to questions and then they would show up over here. So there's somewhere you can cram a question and then I can make it pop up on the main screen. I just got that turned on right now, but whatever. So Andrew is asking, why do Democrats have more House people but less Senate people? I don't know. Are we talking about in the elections right now? I don't know. So next up is uh, what we're looking at over on Instagram. All right, so I'm going to just go backwards. I guess I could go forwards, go backwards some amount of time and then proceed forwards, but I'm just going to go backwards in time. This is the most recent stuff that I've posted or that I've 
clicked on. So when you click on stuff, uh, you can use your little heart thing on, on Instagram. And that's just like saying, hey, and 4,000 something people clicked on the little heart thing. It'll tell you the people you know that clicked on it. So Smeggy must have clicked on this also. You can click on the little voice thing here and that'll let you add a comment. And I can, I think I already commented, but I'll go nice post or cool post or good post. How about that? So if I say good post, boom, it goes over here and it becomes one of the many posts. See, looks like a while ago I had posted nice or something. So you can go back and read all the people that have posted if you feel like it. You can also read those comments. That's how there's interactivity with the Instagram feed is you can type whatever comment you want on here. Like somebody typed in as a response to this one we're about to look at, repeal the NFA, repeal the Hughes Amendment. And 12 people liked that comment and two people replied to that comment. And that's how you get a conversation going on Instagram. In addition, you can click on this little airplane and that shoves this post up to your circles. Remember we talked about those circles before? You can get stuff into your circles by clicking on other people's paper airplanes. It'll say, hey, do you want us to shove it up to your thing? You can only do that from a phone though. And then finally, you get this little chevroni looking ribbon thing over here. And that's where you can shove it into your collections. I have a lot of collections. So if this was one of my posts and I was storing it under my 1911 folder, I could save it in my 1911 folder. In this case, it's just saved to my most recent folder. And that's what we're looking at. We're looking at my most recent saved items. So that's how you use Instagram in a nutshell. It only took 10 minutes to describe what we're talking about here. All right. So the meme that we're looking at here is from Gun Owners of America. And, uh, you know, they do things on Instagram. Uh, this one says, why are you so quiet? What's on your mind? And then it's got some drawing of a guy and they erase whatever was there and put in repealing the NFA and restoring the, sec the 2A. And uh, it's a pretty decent meme for Gun Owners of America. It says, we have a one-track mind here at GOA. And then it has a bunch of hashtags. Hashtags is a whole other thing. Uh, that's just a way to tie posts together where you may not know the person on the other end. So you just put in a hashtag of something that you think is funny or interesting or something other people might use, a common denominator. And then other posts with Guns Daily, you can click on Guns Daily. And then Instagram will show you the 2,400 posts that were share the hashtag post daily. You can look at the most popular ones up here, some kind of bond arms derringer that's engraved or with engraved grips at least, and then uh, some patches and stuff. Or you can go down to the most recent stuff and see what people have recently been posting with that hashtag. So we'll go back and follow, continue on looking at some of our posts over here. So this is a series of posts from uh, Rob, from a girl in a gun club uh, Robin Sandoval is their executive director, and this is just some photos of her at this range. I like these kind of photos. One, they show people how much work is being done in 2A, how much work is being done in education and awareness with so many people. I also like, so in other words, there's one of the reasons I add these things to my list and, highlight, and click on them and stuff is because I want to encourage the uh, sharing of this kind of stuff and obviously say thanks to the people who are involved in doing this stuff. But I also personally just like to see these kind of different pictures because of the ranges. Now I'm guessing this is an outdoor range and they put these ceiling baffle things on uh, to allow light in, but then stop the idea of, I guess, the concept of a shot going up out of the range. 
anyway, super interesting. Does it say where this was? It doesn't. Sometimes it'll say in the post or sometimes a little tag or something will say where the thing was. But whatever. It's an interesting one. Oh, I'm going the wrong way. So we're going to go this way through the posts. This is a, a, a channel called History and Firearms. And this is a really nice picture of uh, M1911A1. You can tell by the trigger. You can tell by the grip part here. You can tell by the back of the trigger guard. You can tell by the grips. There's a couple other indicators. But it's an M19A1. And this is how it would typically be worn on a pistol belt with two spare magazines. Here, a World War II era belt and magazine pouch are seen with a post-World War II black holster. So uh, kind of giving you some insight, giving you a little bit of history, but also just an interesting picture. Now, personally, I would have taken this picture. I would have put the hammer up on top of this holster to tie everything together and to show the detail in that hammer a little bit different. I also like to take one of my patches and throw it down. That way you get an instant watermark. The problem here is this history and firearms channel. It's probably not paying attention, not really worried about it. But um, with uh, they're going to that picture is going to be horked. People are going to steal that picture and use it. Uh, this one is from the Department of Defense. It says moment is N2 airmen. I don't know what that says. Airmen stand beside an F-16 fighting Falcon before morning training flights at some place west florida and i just thought this was pretty neat i haven't had a chance well maybe i have i don't think i've had a chance to stand in front of an f-16 like this but i have had an opportunity to stand on flight lines occasionally and uh one of those things that don't get mentioned often enough especially since we got veterans day coming up is to take time and smell the roses means appreciate what you've got while you're doing it uh, we only get so much time and we only get so many opportunities often when you got your eye on the bigger goal, you don't recognize the uh, place you are at the moment. And times like this, when you have an opportunity, suck, soak it in, like give yourself the time to absorb. Uh, you're gonna be on your way to do something at a time like this, but very few people get an opportunity to stand in a place like this. And this is just an indicator. And there's lots of places that are interesting to be and times that were interesting to be in. And people oftentimes, again, looking at the bigger picture or the goal in, in the that you're there for or whatever um you know what you're trying to accomplish you've missed the stuff along the way so it's just a great picture a still image and that's what oftentimes instagram does for you is it just gives you those chances to think for a second and stop all right next is shooting parasport uh, international organization for uh, differently abled that use shooting as uh competition and probably therapy and um recreation it's an individual thing that uh, can be uh, you can adapted to a person's situation and then you can still compete with others so it's a pretty awesome way to include guns as part of the normalization of life in general but specifically people that are interested in competing and participating in organized competition uh, when they're not necessarily going to be able to on other things. Maybe they just don't want to play chess or something, right? So uh, this international organization is worth checking out. Uh, some of these are mostly just to, because I know I'm going to be doing these shows and not so much for the post. I don't really know what this is. This is some post in al Ain, so probably in, I don't know where, somewhere in the Middle East, I'm guessing. But uh, just an indicator of the kind of stuff that's out there on Instagram. This is USA shooting, similar. Uh, a lot of people don't pay attention to our shooting sports. 
so we've got our shooting sports like our competitions like idpa and ipsic and stuff that people kind of pay attention to because it's more interesting maybe more uh, uh current and more uh in your face because it's happening at your ranges but the marksmanship stuff and the competition stuff uh is happening oftentimes at the olympic training centers through coaches you know they do this stuff during the week when the other people aren't at the matches this is the people who are using the range throughout the week to practice and get coached and to to learn and that kind of thing. So this is the USA shooting team had earned five medals in two Olympic quotas at the cat games yesterday. So I don't know what the cat games are, but Tania Vizzi got the women's skeet and a quota. Dustin Taylor got men's skeet and a quota. Uh, the women's air pistol team got gold, it looks like. Men's air pistol team got silver. And Caitlin Connor, women's skeet, got uh, third. So uh, bronze, I don't know what that is. So very cool. And, you know, oftentimes nobody pays attention to the competition shooters, or I mean the uh, Olympic shooters out there. So these are the, the USA shooters represent the USA internationally as they're uh, battling or challenging their way to Olympic or towards the Olympics. Uh, here's NRA. Everybody hates the NRA. Here's them with 15,000 posts, 10 hours. 15,000 posts, 10 hours. So you hate the NRA. It's so awful. Everybody hates them. Here they are, 15,000 posts in 10 hours. And this one is saying congrats to uh, Paulina Luna, who is, uh, ran for Congress in uh, Florida and won. And they posted this picture of her wearing an NRA hat. Typical NRA They've got her lens cover up while she's walking through brush. So come on, man. You know, we're going to look at that kind of stuff. Uh, gun policy is uh, FPC. And they've got these. They do also, they do stuff on Instagram. So now we've seen a couple of different examples of Gun Owners America, National Rifle Association, no gun policy. Says FPC's legal team is seeking to speak with persons in Tennessee ages 17 to 19 who fit the criteria below, who would be, or who would, wait, who would likely to, wait, below, who likely, wait, who would likely to lawfully, I think there's a missing D there, fit the criteria below, who would be likely to lawfully carry a handgun for self-defense. If you or anyone you know fits these criteria, contact our legal team. So they're seeking uh people to be in a lawsuit um 17 and 19 have a clean criminal and mental health background willing to participate in a lawsuit and a resident of the counties in this uh in red i suppose that's over where smoky mountain knife works is if i remember right uh contact a legal team at to a hotline if you or somebody you know meets these criteria oh here's the counties anderson blount Campbell, Claiborne, Granger, Jefferson, Knox, Loudon, Monroe, Morgan, Roan, Scott, Seaver, and Union. Because that's a bunch of counties in Tennessee. Uh, next, we get Soldier Systems. Uh, Soldier Systems Daily has been around, I think, longer than I have. And I'm pretty sure longer than I have doing stuff online. And... This is uh, behind the scenes at Film in a First Blood, one of the best movies ever from back in the day. 
and this is uh, one of the scenes where he's booking out of town with the Burt dirt bike. Rebecca Schmoy won her uh, seat in the Kansas House of Representatives handily, um, pretty much two to one. Uh, she's looking forward to getting to work. We've got uh, Foss, who does a series of videos on Wednesdays and every other Saturday. He's been doing a series where he's uh, kind of putting up polls and letting his audience determine what parts he's going to incorporate into his new build. And uh, I think that's what we're talking about here. Maybe it's just some other parts, but he's a big fan of Arrow. So he picks up some stuff at his local shop, uh, East County Guns in Elmo, Washington. Said that mug is made in the USA. Right on. Uh, Gun Freedom Radio is congratulating a couple of people that they've had on as guests. Uh, Rebecca Schmoy here, who won last night. Also, uh, Anna Paulina Luna, who uh, won last night also. Pretty handy when you've interviewed people that uh, won. You can post a image from your interview. Same thing with Locked and Loaded, uh, or I guess Latina Locked and Loaded, half a Locked and Loaded Latinos. Uh, had an interview with uh, Paul. Anna Paulina earlier this, well, I don't know when that was actually, it might've been last year. Susan is one of the ladies who was speaking at the uh, Supreme Court building a little earlier this year in Washington, DC. And uh, when uh, Krabby Turtle videoed that, uh, Susan requested that we chop it up and post the individual videos and I've been following her on Instagram since. This is, uh, you know, the obligatory I voted, except she added the firearm into it, which is cool. And then um, also this shirt. And I thought that was pretty cool. I'm a big fan of the DC project. And I had not seen this particular shirt, which has a good contrast between the teal blue of their logo and then the, uh, the text, Women for Gun Rights, which uh, their normal uh, motto is legislation or education over legislation. And, you know, there's some confusion there. There's some issue with that being clear or not. Women for Gun Rights is another more clear, I think, uh, version of a concept of, you know, elevators. So this is a bunch of different posts from 2A4CA, which is a pro-advocacy site uh, channel from California. And it's got some different stuff. Let's see. Uh, I remember which one. I think I just posted this one because it's so it's a bunch of good ones. There's not necessarily any one that I like. Well, I probably like this one probably the best. Um, this one has got the I like it, I don't like it guy. I don't know what this is. But voting because and then whenever or Fox said to, he's saying no voting because you didn't even have to join the mobile infantry to earn the right to vote. And then he likes that. I thought that was pretty good. So basically a Starship Troopers uh, reference in there, but there's a bunch of cool ones. And those are an indication of the kind of meme stuff that's going to happen uh, on the uh, Instagrams whenever memes go around. Most of these memes are, these images are the same and people erase the words and just put in whatever words. So that's the that non-subtle art of memory is just to go grab this image that you want and then erase the words. Uh, let's see. So this one's it's from Caltech. 
just plain old meme. It says, I wonder how many reactions I'll get to my gun meme. And then it goes, your account's been banned for 30 days. So the guy was looking for something. He got something he wasn't expecting, but he should have expected. Keltec often creates interesting memes, and then they get horked by everybody. Let's see why. One, because they don't put their name on it, I guess. And two, because they have funny people there, I guess. So Alan Anker is uh, creating a new uh, project. We are trying to grow our reach and reach more people, and we want to help other people reach more people by helping us reach more people. That all makes sense. So what it is, is you can go on our Instagram or our Facebook, and there is a link to a form you can fill out. And if you're a social media influencer, YouTube channel, something like that, basically someone that has a uh, dedicated fan base, uh, we're looking to help you help us. So what we do is, um, once you fill out the form and get approved, which we'll be starting, we're officially starting this program December 1st, so here's your chance to get in early. Uh, what it means is you can uh, fill out the form and be eligible to receive, uh, you know, pre or discounted stickers, patches, different stuff that we make to help you market your brand and help us market our brand. But check out the links and uh, look forward to working with you. See you all later. Hey. So it's pretty cool if you're interested in growing, grow with somebody. Uh, Cape Gunworks out in Massachusetts posting about voting. Uh, Arizona Firearms, which is Arizona Firearms Auctions or Pot of Gold Auctions up in the Phoenix area, has a massive collection of 25 ACPs that will all be in one auction on December 5th. And they take incredible photography of all their items. And this is a, uh, um, I don't know, just a massive collection of all of the different ones that are at auction, I guess. Just a great picture of a bunch of different 25 ACP revolvers. Uh, here's the uh, Rebecca Schmoy. I guess this is uh, her actual account. And um, she's using her gun owners of America affiliation to let voters know that she's no compromise on Second Amendment issues. This one is from, these are already, well, these are only from a day ago. So I guess these were, that, that last one was from before the election. This one is a, an account I follow that posts a bunch of old firearms ads. And this is a pretty neat, the Uzi ads have always been cool, but this is a pretty nice uh, version of like an 80s um, Uzi. This was an interesting one. I did a, a thing about this already, but uh, I think this is an interesting post by Colian Noir. He says every, this is like a repost of his Twitter. So he just, he does this a lot. He goes and does something on Twitter and then reposts it over here to Instagram. Every gun doesn't have to do everything. Or it says every gun doesn't have to have and do everything. Some guns are happy simply being tactical art where you buy it simply to enjoy the experience of its ownership. It's an interesting concept and an interesting curve in his path. So uh, if everybody's been following along, he's an adult who started getting into guns, not a lifetime gun owner, had guns, doing it in front of everybody. And uh, is he an influencer? Is he, is, do people follow his direction or is he an indicator of the direction people are going? Do influencers do stuff or do they copy what's being done and indicate the direction of things 
you know, so uh, that's the question. But the other question would be, is this whole thing of uh, owning guns just to own them and then, then not having to justify them? Is that cool? Or is that just a way to justify owning guns that don't have a way to be justified? A lot of people have different opinions on that. Now, uh, this one, if I would have been doing these in order, this would have been the priority one. Ed Levine of the Virginia Citizens Defense League passed away on Monday of uh, last week. Uh, un, what's the word? Like unexpectedly. Uh, he's 60, or he was 60. Uh, it was from some sort of a health condition. Again, we're not always going to be here forever. Ed had done a lot of work for Second Amendment. Uh, I suspect he probably left some things in in process and that's something that we've experienced in the Arizona Citizens Defense League recently this year has been a, a bad year for loss quite a few people have passed this year and uh, you know no we're not guaranteed anything so if we want these fights to succeed we're better off with systems than with putting our money on individuals or at least individuals that are solo uh, working together has definitely got some advantages, and Ed did a lot of stuff with a lot of people. So sad to see him go, and uh, hopefully uh, in the memory of that, uh, his work will remember to uh, do backups and share, right? Say, bring other people on board, collaborate. Uh, nobody's going to win this together. Uh, so then we get Stephanie, another the girl, and another of the DC Project representatives that I've met through uh, promoting the DC Project, and her channel uh, or her YouTube, her Instagram is also um, an interesting one. She posts a bit of kind of a lot of different things, and this is a thank you to a girl in a guns shooting league for being uh, so good to their members. She won this Charter Arms uh, Blue Diamond thirty eight special. Uh, from a random drawing at their quarterly meeting or a quarterly random drawing of all active members. So excuse me, this is just going out to all active members quarterly. They have uh, drawings and stuff. So that's pretty neat. Uh, she won uh, this earlier this year and it showed up now. So Charter Arms, people love them. Some people hate them. And uh, this is a pretty neat one with the teal finish on it and then stainless or chromed out uh, uh, time of two-tone. And then she's got it with her girl in a gun sweatshirt in the back being a great image, just a really cool image as well. So really cool. Got Riders USA. Um, there's the organization here in Arizona. It's a bunch of motorcycle riders and they sponsor our two-way rally each year in February along with um, Arizona Firearms excuse me, with AZ Firearms, um, Gun Freedom Radio. So Riders USA is the is a bike club, and they wanted to, or they posted on, I guess two days ago, was the National Day of Remembrance for those Americans killed by illegal aliens. So I didn't realize that was even a day, but, uh, you know, being on the, uh, down at the international border with Mexico, uh, we do have, situations occasionally and I mean it can happen all over the country because somebody who's here illegally can do things and be violent or be reckless a lot of these are from reckless uh, being reckless in vehicles and fleeing from law enforcement and stuff like that 
um, or from each other if they're up here doing nefarious stuff. It's not like illegals always come up here and just hang out. They come up here because they need they need people who aren't on the books to take care of things up here. So when they're running away from those things they're taking care of, arson or murder or whatever they're doing, then uh, they get reckless and kill other people, collateral damage. So this is a national day of remembrance for those people in the United States who are killed by illegal aliens. And it starts off with this picture of a lady um, from Gilbert, Arizona. And then it starts showing, this is the center of the memorial near our capital. So this is a memorial for all the different wars and for all the different campaigns that Arizonans have been part of. And in the center of this memorial, there's this big circular area and it's down in the ground a little bit. It's like you go down these ramps to get to it. And I don't know if they use it for events or something, but uh, in this case, they use the circular area and the concrete walls around it to put up these banners. And then each of these banners has in big, large writing with the photos of everybody, uh, the people who have been uh, killed by illegal uh, aliens in Arizona. And it's many, unfortunately. And some of them do go back a while, but uh, a lot of them are law enforcement, but not all of them. And yeah, I didn't know it was a thing. So that's why I'm mentioning it here. And again, that's something that probably to a lesser extent happens all around the country. Oh, this is one of my friends in, uh, where is this guy? He's out in Tennessee or Kentucky or someplace, and he collects firearms cards amongst other things. He's actually a pretty cool dude. If you've ever seen the big giant guns, he's the guy that makes the big giant guns. He makes them out of wood. So uh, he collects firearms cards, and I make firearms cards. So uh, at some point, I sent him a set, and he's, you can see our set right there in the center. Uh, he's got a whole bunch of different ones. He said this last one he collected was... He has now 50 decks of firearms cards. So I'm going to have to dig into mine. There's no way I have 50, but I'll bet you I might have 20. Uh, so we got firearms policy again. Um, this is from four days ago, getting ready for the elections. And a firearms policy or gun, what is it? Firearms Policy Coalition, FPC, posts an image of a bearing arms article with a headline that says Bill Clinton makes midterm pitch for gun control. And then underneath it just has some video designed to look like the 80s saying go to hell. So that's their meme, I guess. Got Ken Blanchard doing a pretty cool video. Is there music on this? can't play the video music but uh so ken's been around for a long time uh marine cia author activist reverend and uh i imagine along the way he took quite a few pictures so this is a series of pictures from uh over the years with a bunch of different people and a bunch of different ways just an interesting little slideshow. I don't know if he's um, using an app or something, uh, and he just pointed it at one of his uh, folders or something, but it seems to be like the kind of thing you'd expect on a, on a slideshow app where it takes each picture and kind of does this scroll thing, and it doesn't look like he set up each one. I don't think he designed that one to look at each other's bellies. You know, this is probably just kind of a random thing. 
so it's interesting and uh when you've got a life and a series of experiences like ken blanchard then definitely cool to see that slideshow <laughs> i didn't see people are jumping in uh let's see so then uh andrew's saying what's the deal with caltech they design great guns and put them together with play-doh and capri sun pouches and we can have different opinions on that. I appreciate Caltech. I really like them. I don't think every gun needs to be some kind of weird German thing with 74 screws. I, I like Caltech quite a bit. I don't share the opinion that people have with Caltech. I don't love everything they do, but I don't have any rishy reason to complain about Caltech. Uh, Foss is saying, the best time to talk 2A is anytime I'm awake. Speaking of being awake. Do some IRL stuff here real quick. Bob Barron saying good morning. And then Andrew saying poor quality mean. Not sure which one. Talking about that weird one with the uh, go to hell or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes people are doing these with their thumbs or whatever, and it's quantity over quality, right? So here's uh, Gun Owners of America uh, posting to let people know about the passing of Ed. Um, Ed was their uh, social, what do you call it, like social media guy, I think, uh, at least something like that. He seemed to be the guy that knew, um, you know, how to, he was the one running the show on the live streams and stuff like that. I don't know how much influence he had with the uh, focus and the number of their posts and things like that. It's hard to know how each organization does it. But I know he's certainly know he's been active and a big part of the conversations and facilitation of what they're doing. So you never know how that's gonna affect an organization. This is Gun Owners of America posting about it. Um, the Virginia Citizens Defense League has always been a big leader and a motivator, uh, an inspiration for others. So I'm not sure how big a chunk Ed was of that, uh, how much he facilitated. You could have 17 great people, but if one of them is the one that made those 18 people connected to the rest of the world, you're going to have 17 people being great in a room lonely uh, if that person's missing. So sad to hear that he's gone. And again, let's remember that uh, we're better off communicating, collaborating, and uh, working together with uh, important stuff. So VCL, the Virginia Citizens Defense League's official post uh, was from five days ago. And it says, uh, rest in peace, Ed Levine, you are a fierce warrior out for our Second Amendment rights. We are diminished. And then they've got a longer one. I'm not going to be able to read. This is Dan talking about the collection over at uh, AZ Firearms Auctions. Uh, this is... Uh, him standing next to a table of all those different 25 ACPs and talking about a couple of different ones. They say they've goofed up something in the video and if you can spot it to let them know. Alan Anker's uh, birthday was last week on Halloween. They're in business for eight years. Cape Gunworks started doing a gun of the week. I were posting about that one. The uh, That one is the... Uh, it doesn't say that's that savage one uh and they don't make it in 762 by 39 so i'm less interested in it than i would be let's see this is 
another weird one uh, where this guy says some stuff and then they say that it, he said this and it's, I don't know. It was a bit of reaching for me, but I guess if they want to keep people riled up and mad, keeps them riled up and mad. Then we've got uh, Tony Simon, who does a diversity shoot uh, at the 284E, the Second Amendment is for Everyone diversity shoots. He goes to different shooting ranges and he offers an orientation and a familiarization with firearms. And then if people are comfortable enough after hearing about him and seeing what the shooting range and the different people are like, then they can go onto the range and try pulling triggers. They can do this for free. They can pay for pizza if they want, but otherwise it's a free opportunity for people who may not be comfortable just going into a gun shop, may not understand how to go into a gun shop. And uh, he's been doing this now for years. Uh, goes to different ranges, sets them up, gives them some lead time, lets people uh, buy a ticket and then show up and uh, just have a fun evening with firearms and Second Amendment awareness as their focus. Uh, Roy had posted this Every Second Matters post. Nice, clean clock, the stream light on it. DJ was uh, participating, actually, uh, Roy might have been participating in the uh, Every Second Matters tactical quiz also. Pretty sure DJ was in the uh, Every Second Matters tactical quiz here. This was Roy posting for the Every Second Matters, or maybe for the patch panel quiz, actually. So we did a patch panel battle, and Roy was participating in that one. Uh, this is Guns for Everyone. They do free CCW classes in Colorado. Uh, something like 100,000 free CCW classes over 10 years or something like that. And this is an example of the classes. So you go in there, you get your uh, your qualifications, and then you come out with the CCW, well, the, everything you need to get your CCW from Colorado. Uh, this is Shoot Smart, one of the ranges in Texas I'm a big fan of. And... Uh, they go, I googled my symptoms. Turns out I just need a trip to Shoot Smart. I just thought that was a cool meme. And you can tell they took it because the guy's wearing a Shoot Smart shirt. And they probably staged it because they're standing downrange, taking the picture towards the shooting area. But uh, yeah, I think it's pretty good that uh, ranges are making their own memes and they're funny. They're not trying to be uh, political or anything. I'll probably go to about an hour here. So we got about 15 more minutes. I'll jump back over and see if anybody is asking any questions over here. We're running a new um, feature over here where uh, if you ask, uh, do you have any two-way questions and you put them in there, they're going to show up over here. And it doesn't look like anybody's taken part of that. So I'm going to end it. I don't really like that system anyway. I was just trying it out again. I don't like it. Nobody uses it. We're not using it anymore. So the poll that's up over here says uh if i can get to it what's the best time of day to talk about two-way and the replies are midnight evening midday or morning and right now the results are evening 36 percent midday 29 percent morning 21 percent and midnight 14 percent so it looks like evening is when people like to talk two-way i think that's when i would like to relax and talk about something else Oh, shit, I just ended the poll. That was not the right move. Well, anyway, the poll's ended now. And it looks like Baron, I don't know where he did this, so I don't know why it's, why isn't it showing up over here. 
for some reason the super chat isn't showing up in my thing. Why is that? Oh, I guess you know why? Because you did this as a coffee crew YouTube member super chat deal. So it doesn't show up over here, I guess. So I can't highlight it. But uh, Baron is a member of the channel over on YouTube. Uh, you can't really tell, but there's people like Baron has a little thing. Is it going to show it? No, it just shows that little S-E thing. I think that means that you're a channel member. Um, but there's little icons on YouTube when you're a channel member. Anyway, he gets a, or channel members get a uh, comment, I guess, like a free super chat whenever you want, or every so while, every so often. And he said, thanks for the surprise patches and 3D goodies. You bet. Thanks for uh, playing in the uh, tactical quiz and uh, supporting the project. All right, so going back, I was going to talk about the questions, but nobody has asked any questions, so we'll just keep going. Um, like I said, we'll go to about the top of the hour, so another 15 minutes or so. I do not know what happened over here, so we're going to hit next and see. Okay, so I guess what happened is I squished the page a little bit. I guess that's what happened. So uh, next one is gun policy or firearms policy coalition again. This is before the election. This is from a week ago. And this is from the Chicago Sun-Times. And they took a snapshot of the Chicago Sun-Times and they used a pen or whatever to edit the news article that they took a photocopy of or picture of and as as an editor might do. So where it says high capacity magazines, they cross that out and put standard capacity magazines. And then they added, uh, even though the bands aren't working, then, you know, to the sentence to conclude the sentence. Uh, every time they put in high capacity, they put in standard. And uh, then they kind of change some words around. I mean, it's interesting and it's a good example of uh, how they're framing a narrative, you know, and how you can take apart their narrative. I think it's actually pretty good for gun policy. It's a little different than normal. I haven't seen this style before. Over in the comments, it says, or the description, it says, another corporate press editorial board exposes itself, this time in Chicago. So another corporate press editorial board exposes itself. Understanding the regime's motives and how their corporate press mouthpieces manipulate the masses into going along with disarmament is step one in the battle to restore our rights. Help us continue to expose the tyrants and destroy their disarmament regime See, this message I can get behind. And if they would spend a whole bunch of time, um, oh, is it every month? Thanks. DM Foss is saying that members get a free Super Chat every month. I thought it was just every quarter. I'll do it more often then. I feel like I'm wasting them by not doing them. Uh, anyhow, it says, um, I think this is a great thing. And I think that if they efforted this more often, this is education over legislation, not just rage against legislation or complain about legislation or keep poking at the legislation or worry about impending legislation. This is education. This is letting people know, one, who might see this who don't know anything about guns, like, oh, there's a different narrative to this. Now I see you know, that there's another way of looking at this. For gun owners, it goes, oh, here's a way that we can explain to somebody that they're being manipulated, right? There's there's use here. I like this. This is an effective uh, meme or whatever it's called. 
Here's one from a girl who lives up in Phoenix and her family owns a gun shop and she's now becoming like a second amendment activist. So she's an instructor and she does a bunch of stuff and she shares her experiences and her journey or whatever, her, her adventures on um, Instagrams. And then in this one, all these kids behind her, who I guess are younger than her, are whatever turning point USA is. So I'm guessing a bunch of young Republicans. So a bunch of young kids, instead of going to Disney, are going to this gun shop and they're probably learning about advocacy and how to use a gun and what guns are and how to use the terms and stuff. And they're having fun doing their little TikTok dance or whatever. So uh, that's the kind of stuff that's happening out there. And this is the kind of stuff that is a result of the DC Project ladies showing that being an advocate is a thing to do. And then that gives the younger generation a path to go down and do it better or do it different or do it with a you know, pair of pants on or whatever they're doing. So uh, again, you can rage against what's out there by listening to the people who only rage against what's out there or you can pay attention to what's evolving and the way things are moving and the, the pace and the scale at which things are moving. Uh, kids Safe is an organization out of Oregon that uh, teaches kids about firearms awareness and safety and our way of saying safety, like how to not, you know, how to be safe around guns and not how to be safe without guns. Um, and they got a, some help from Birchwood Casey, pretty cool. And uh, let's see, it says, we are thankful for their continued support heading into 2023. They have some truly great products and their targets are some of the best in the industry. We're lucky to have them in our corner. Thanks again, Birchwood Casey. You are heroes to the kids. As 2023 approaches, we are seeking more corporate support to help us continue our to offer the level of service to the communities that we serve and to further our expansion plans. If you see value in what we do, we need your help. Your donations will be utilized in a clear, efficient, and responsible manner. We can't do it alone. An investment in our organization is an investment in the safety of children. We love safety and it shows. So uh, some contact information and some hashtags. So there's a pretty good uh, spread, kind of a selection of the stuff that Birchwood has. Uh, again, for this organization that's teaching kids with BB guns and then guns, I think both. This is another of the gun policies things. So I'm guessing they took some movie. I don't care about this movie, so I don't know what it is. But often they just take movies and, and just ruin them. And then this time they put Diddleberger's head on some body of some movie character, I think. Maybe it's just a picture. I don't know. Anyway, it's complaining about H.R. 8460, the AIM Act. Uh, and this one is a bunch of bad things about it. It says they're going to allow the ATF to create a searchable database. It eliminates the ATF funding caps on expenses and salaries. It allows the ATF to farm out their duties to other agencies. It repeals the prohibition on the government keeping your background check info, and it lowers the standard of revocation of FFLs. So this has a 1% chance of passing, and they post it maybe once a week. So I'm, I'm still on the fence on which way I decide about this. This meme, is this making it look like it's imminent? Is this meme looking like we got to be worried about this? Is this meme like, hey, remember? I don't know. Where are we better off? Is anybody else even posting about 8460? Are we better off forgetting about the stuff that has 1% chance? Or are we better off being aware of everything that has a 1% chance? That's one of the questions I'm asking. Smaggy's out there. Good evening. Good afternoon. Whatever it is. Good morning. 
Uh, I've got another 10 minutes or so. Our tech and daughters posted for every second matters and did a tour of the headliner and the vehicle. It's pretty cool because you get to get an update of what's going on. Now, over time, uh, our tech is going to be able to say, hey, this is what my patch panel looked like in 2022. You know, 2025, what's it going to look like? Uh, now they're going to remember what's going on, where this patch was from. Uh, other people can go, oh, I can put this in a headliner? I didn't know that. Oh, this people have a patch? What? Oh, I didn't know you get a little alien with an AK. And so posts like this, awesome. So Every Second Matters is all about keeping awareness of our Second Amendment and what it protects through both the times when it's under attack and those times when apathy sets in and everybody just takes it for granted. <clears throat> but it has an alternative motive, and that's to tie the community together. And that's a great great representation of that thanks to art az firearms has this box of ammo that uh they don't know what it is so they posted ripping into it and poking around and let people uh guess what it is and i forget when the um when the uh results of that one is but you can win Another one from Cape Gunworks doing their gun of the week. This was a uh, Magnum Research version of a 1022. Pretty neat little carbon fiber and rubber gun. Uh, Ozzy doing a Every Second Matters post with that crazy little bullet. Chris from 740 doing the same kind of thing. Posting a patch panel and with this kind of uh, reveal. You get to see all kinds of cool patches. He's got a pretty decent patch panel there. Lots of different ones, lots of interesting ones. You can always pose, pause these things too and check them out. Uh, gun policy, uh, putting up their meme about Times Square and the whole like gate in the middle of a field uh, being gun control, how it's only going to stop people who are insistent on just walking down the path. Anybody that feels like walking out into the grass around the gate is going to do so. And that's sort of the uh, one of the better memes, I think, for gun control. I don't know how it works with this particular one. I think it requires you to know the meme before you can understand how it applies to this Times Square one. But I'd rather see memes, especially ones that are reaching, than just nothing but easy memes that everybody can tell from a mile away. Those get boring and they're useless, I think, in the big run. So it's, we need to see some some expansion into these things, right? Uh, Smeggy says, I encourage all people to take photos of their patches over time. Yep, for sure. You don't realize it in the now, but in the future, your past will be of value to you and maybe others. So document what you're doing. It's not just to be in vain. It's to just appreciate. It's a gift to your future self. It's just a way to let your brain not have to remember everything or to rely on your brain to remember everything. It's, it's uh, the folly of the young to expect your brain to keep track of everything for you. You, you can want that to happen and you can hope that can happen, but one, one issue, one day, one time can make that not happen for you. So writing stuff down, archiving, why not use the social platforms to share that with other people while you're doing it? Well, people have crazy ideas about the social. Socials can be pretty fun, pretty useful and pretty effective. All right, so Pets for Vets is an awesome organization. It's an actual organization called PetsForVets.com. 
and they work with shelters all over the world to find perfect companions for veterans. They're so thankful for all they do uh, in, to care for these uh, homeless animals. So um, National Animal Shelter Appreciation Week is actually this week. Uh, this post is from a year ago and they just reposted it, not realizing that the week is the second week in November or something, or it's whatever week it is, but it's this week, this year. So while this post isn't accurate with it's November 1st through 7th, it is National Animal Shelter Appreciation Week. And there's a lot of people who, you know, just assume the animal shelters are gonna be there when they drop an animal off on the side of the road. There's a lot of animals that are just happening in the world, you know, regardless of humans involvement. And when they wander into the where people are, you know, they get put into these shelters. So they're doing a lot of work. I've worked with some shelters that are awesome, and I've worked with some shelters that aren't so awesome, but they're all doing good work and nothing wrong with appreciating good work once in a while, especially once a year. It's not that hard to ask. So if it's one of those things where uh, you can do something, post something for an animal shelter, uh, you can sometimes just let people know about it. That can not just help the shelter, but some little critters. And the place where those critters go makes people happy too. So making a bunch of people happy by paying attention to these things. Uh, this is Stephen Holbrook, a writer, author, researcher, uh, often a guest more recently on different uh, people's projects and stuff. He says in this post with the, uh, is this The Godfather? I don't know. I don't know this movie. The myth of spray firing from the hip was created by Hollywood for second rate action movies. The myth becomes reality in the minds of people who are ignorant about the actual working of firearms. No person familiar with firearms would fire a rifle from the hip. No record exists of a mass murder firing from the hip. This myth has become so entrenched that some courts rely on it when they uphold laws banning semi-automatic rifles because of their protruding pistol grips. This is from a book that he wrote, or let's see. It's an article he wrote from 2021. We've got just a couple of more, so we'll be wrapping it up here. Here's uh, Firearms Policy Coalition complaining about HR 8534, the Responsible Gun Ownership Licensing Act, which would require licensing on uh, all firearms in order to buy one. It would require, require registration on all firearms, and it would confiscate any guns they seem you un fit to own and it has a one percent chance of passing so are we supposed to be caring about the one percent stuff are we supposed to ignore the one percent stuff do we give it one percent of our attention where do we pay attention to the one percent chance of happening bills there's bills on the other side that we want to happen that have a one percent chance so can we consistently want something at one percent to happen over here assume that it can't happen over there? Is that consistent? Is that rational? How can we be better by championing and denying at the same time? Question, I don't know if there's a way to do it or not. We haven't, I don't think we've done it yet. Uh, next is from Chris posting uh, a mail call from uh, when I just sent out finally some of these uh, 3D printed uh, bayonets. Sorry for the delay on those. And uh, it's a great picture. For some reason, I just dig this picture. So he sent me a bigger copy of it. I'm going to put that on the store. Uh, Rapid Fire Radio had Beth Alcazar out to do some training. I don't remember that. It wasn't live or anything, but uh, there was a couple of pictures after the fact. 
I think I'm going to end it here. Sick of reading gun policy ones. But you see, I don't see a lot of gun owners of America. They don't really post anything that I think is post-worthy. Very few from the NRA. Same thing. They're just wasting everybody's time, fear-mongering and stuff. There's a heck of a lot of just playing around and posting and stuff. What I try to do is bring the stuff that kind of gives a sample of the things I think are interesting. So I'll do this occasionally. Um, tried to do it. Did do it every week for a while. It was fairly popular. But um, you know, just my goal is to help share give people some ideas and to um, motivate people into being into participating you know uh, we're better off when everybody when people are on board rather than a bunch of spectators watching a very few number of people doing anything no drop thinks it's responsible for the flood is a comment or is a uh, point i used to like to bring up and uh value your voice let's see um Andrew's saying there's a lot of instances of people firing from the hip in history. James Bond shooting from the hip was based on SOE manuals. Yep, for sure. That was from the point and shoot days of uh, the streets of, was it Bangkok or wherever? And uh, yeah, if you want to keep fighting like they did in the 1920s, go for it. But we don't live in the 1920s anymore. But that's cool. If uh, you want to enforce or reinforce their concept that pistol grips make guns more lethal. I don't think, I think the concept here was that uh, their justification for pistol grips being more lethal is that somehow bump firing from the hip is more lethal and that somehow a pistol grip accommodates that. Not so much to complain about pistol grips. All right, well, so that that, we're going to wrap it up. Go have a good day. Uh, thanks for joining us in uh, kind of a weird time for this show. But uh, now that we can officially say that we had a show today and focused on some two-way stuff that is hopefully useful for people. Uh, if uh, you'd like to leave us some comments, feel free. And until next time, I guess I should get this better off. Thanks for watching. GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. This episode, Nobody Beats the House. Thank you for supporting our projects. If you'd like to buy us a cup of coffee, check out our Patreon channel. The guys and gals at gunwebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year, practice at least once a month, and carry every day. Thank you for watching gunwebsites.com. Do, 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 do.